Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to O-Face Wrestling. This is your host JT and your co-host Christy. Hey! So yeah, we got Christy returning to the show after it's how long did your minute. hiatus been? A couple months, I think. Yeah, something like that. I got a little carried away with um, interviewing some wrestlers from Women of Wrestling. so that's... And I wasn't included, of course. My bad, my <laughs> bad. It's all good. So on uh, this week's episode, we're going to talk about the... 2019 in wrestling we're going to talk about some of our favorite moments and everything but uh what a year it's been yeah too. it's been it's, a really good it's been a crazy this year this has been my favorite year in wrestling and i don't even know how long probably since like 2011 or something like that mm-hmm. but um before we get started with the episode uh we just want to quickly mention um that at the end of the video, we're going to talk about another giveaway that we're going to be doing. Because um, I know, obviously, I've been posting about the Naomi and Bray Wyatt Funko um, Funko Pop giveaway that I've been, you know, doing for like the last two months, maybe. And uh, we are going to announce the winner of that on January 1st. So, um, yeah, make sure that you stay tuned for that. But we will be doing another giveaway as well to celebrate us getting 1,000 followers on Twitter. So, yeah, make sure you stay tuned for the end of the video. But right now, let's get to it. Let's talk about this year. So, I want to get hot and heavy with it. So, um, the one big thing in 2019, and a lot of people don't talk about it, but this was the year of heel turns. Mm-hmm. There were so many heel turns this year, and... I uh, I am just loving it because anyone who knows me knows that I love my heels and I love a good old fashioned heel turn. Um, so for years there's been a lot of talk about you know a lot of different wrestlers that fans have been wanting to turn heel and people keep saying well you can only turn so many heel. This year you know prove that you can. There was there it was just insane. I mean starting with the men, um, AJ Styles, you know he turned heel. Um. I will say I was kind of disappointed with that moment just because I felt like that was the obvious choice. You know, AJ turning heel and realigning with, you know, the club was kind of what everyone was expecting. I thought maybe they were going to swerve us and turn Ricochet <laughs> heel instead, but they didn't. Still not mad. I love my heel AJ and I love the club. So, I mean, it's just I was kind of hoping for Ricochet. Also, um, Finn Balor finally turned heel. You know, he... He was a heel in New Japan Pro Wrestling back when he was the leader of the Bullet Club, and I heard so many good things about his Prince Devitt character. So now actually getting to see him a heel, heel in um, NXT is just amazing. And it was such a good heel yes, turn when he that, um, did the Pele ooh, kick on uh, Gargano. That was one of my favorite heel turns. I'm not big into heels. It depends on who it is and how they're doing it. Um, that, that heel turn was... 100% a jaw dropper. Mm. That was like, what? It was. <laughs> then the another heel turn, a lot of people forget about this one, and also the next one as well, but this one, uh, Kevin Owens, because he started out the year as a heel, that he like temporary was a face when he was, he took Big E's place in the New Day, and he was, you know, out there dancing with them, and then he eventually uh, turned on, you know, Kofi, which was very expected, but still technically counts as a heel turn because he was faced for a few weeks Mm -hmm. and then also and i actually forgot about this one until i was actually doing you know creating my notes for this but shane man when he uh him and uh the miz had a temporary tag team and they were the tag team champions and then um after they lost them titles and you know had their rematch 
Shane turned on the Miz. And the crazy thing is everyone was expecting, you know, the Miz to turn on Shane. So this was a nice little swerve and um, Mm -hmm. pretty decent storyline as well. And then, you know, Shane has been such an amazing heel. We haven't seen him on TV for a minute, but the whole best in the world. (laughs) Didn't he get fired? Yeah, yeah, I think he lost to Kevin Owens and got fired. Yeah. As for the women, um, Ronda Rousey, don't forget that she uh, came into this year as a face and then she turned heel during, you know, the Becky and Charlotte um, rivalry. So, yeah, that was a heel turn as well. Well, wait, before we move on from that, can we just talk about that really quick? Was she really a heel or was she face? Because she came out, when she came out with her entrance, she was smiling. She, you know, um, giving everybody high fives, this and that. But then when she got in the ring, she was all of a sudden heel. That's because of her... She basically kind of... Didn't she, like, stick it to the fans in a way? Because the fans kept booing her because her promo skills kind of not that good. And then she... I mean, she basically turned heel, you know, low-key... If you want to call it that, I guess. Um, another one was Io Shirai. This one, you know, we kind of saw coming because she snapped on um, Shayna Baszler during one of their takeover matches. But then she full-fledged turned heel after their uh, her cage match with uh, Shayna on an episode of NXT when she uh, turned on Candice LeRae. And wow, what a good heel turn because I love Io as a face. I w- she was one of those wrestlers I was fine with, you know, being a face and... She's been really killing it with that entrance of hers, you know, um, acting all crazy and all with the strobe <laughs> lights and everything, having Poppy come out, singing um, Scary <laughs> Mask. I'm loving EO, honestly. I still prefer her as a face, but I think she's really transitioned well into a heel. I didn't really think about that. Um, another is the Kabuki Warriors, too. They have been amazing heels. Like, Asuka, she was heel in NXT, so... I knew she could pull it off, but I did not see Kyrie Sane as a heel, her little pirate princess kind of thing. <laughs> they are the best thing for the women's tag division right now. I mean, they are just with the, the green mist and all that. They are killing it, and I'm loving every minute of the Kabukis. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey. Bailey was a great heel turn. That was a slow transition. They really did that. Well, at first, it seemed like that she was just going to be kind of like like she was like influenced by Sasha. You know how some people they're just so loyal to their best friend. They don't really see that, you know, they may be following a bad influence. Mm-hmm. That seemed like the direction they were going in, but then when she came out after losing the SmackDown title with her haircut, she chopped down the um inflatable two men and all that and she finally turned heel. That was something that people have been talking about for years and I never thought it would happen. She just had one of those characters where I felt like if she ever turned heel, she could really never go back to that character. But Yeah, I feel like if she ever does go face again, it's not going to be how she was before. Um, I do like heel Bailey, but the thing is, I just she doesn't have the right mic skills. Um, I just don't feel like she is the best on the mic. She's not terrible, but she's not the best. Um, I feel like she definitely needs work when it comes to being on the mic, but I am liking Heel Bailey. Um, the haircut needs to go, though. I like the haircut. I don't. People I, need to stop dragging it. I love that <laughs> I hair. can. I tried giving it a chance, and I just can't. It's just it's just not working for her. I just wish she would have just, like, took her ponytail down. I would have loved to see her with, like, long, kind of, like, curly hair, kind of. I don't know. But anything but the soccer mom cut. I'm sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Boo you. 
But yeah, I, I like it. I mean, she's doing better as a heel than I thought she would, to be honest with you. But I kind of she's got Sasha rather with her. her. Be, yeah, Sasha's carrying that hair, that heel tandem. But speaking of Sasha Banks, she also turned heel this year, and what an amazing heel turn! Uh, a lot of people are expecting her to come back and either turn on Becky or Bailey, but she turned on Natty. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed though because I really was hoping that that Natty feud would go on a little longer. Just, yeah, that that was actually pretty good because um, you know, because the whole thing with Becky is like I was kind of worried about her, you know, coming back and losing to Becky, which you know my fear came to reality. But I kind of was under the impression that Becky was going to hold that title at least until you know the the release of WWE 2K20 and Sauce's first match with her was in September the month prior. So then a lot of people were speculating, oh, Becky's going to hold it, you know, past Ronda's ring, which she would have had to hold it past our Survivor Series. So I was a little worried. So I kind of think that maybe they should have just, you know, had that Natty feud go on a little longer. Maybe they could have had, you know, a match at uh, Clash of Champions, and then they could have had the Hell in a Cell match. I think that would have been a great match. for, And then Sasha could have won both of those matches. They could have done their whole, you know, champion versus champion thing at Survivor Series. And then... You know, leading in the WrestleMania season, that's when Sasha and Becky should have feuded, and Sasha finally won. Yeah, I feel like they kind of just used Natty to reintroduce Sasha back into the business yeah. uh, because she was gone for four months, and that it might not seem like that long. I mean, four months isn't a terribly long time, but it felt like ages. Mm-hmm. Being a wrestling fan, you know, watching wrestling week after week. Not having Sasha on there, it felt like an eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really feel like they did use the whole her and Natty thing just to kind of reintroduce Sasha back into the business and, you know, getting her back on TV and stuff. I feel like they did the same thing with Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor when um, Bray Wyatt had his first match mm-hmm. and he kind of, you know, squashed um, Finn Balor and nothing ever really went with that that was just just kind of like yeah so i feel like that's kind of what happened um i felt like it was a little not silly but i would have loved to see um sasha and natty go on farther Mm, but yeah definitely it is what it is yeah um so yeah that was all the heel turns that we had i mean i know there may have been some smaller heel turns that happened but um those are the most yeah those are the the, you know the notable ones Mm -hmm. also um 2019 was a really big year for Becky Lynch. My man. She did just about everything. She uh, won the 2019 Royal Rumble. She main evented WrestleMania, winning that match and being the first and only person ever to uh, pin Ronda Rousey. Haven't seen Ronda Rousey since. You know, we had the whole Becky two belts. (laughs) Uh, Becky Lynch was the, uh, she was the first overall pick in the WWE draft, the first female ever to be the you know number one overall pick. She also was on the cover of WWE 2K20, and now she is you know officially the longest reigning WWE Raw Women's Champion of all time, surpassing uh, Ronda Rousey, and she's still going strong. Yep. I mean, this has been definitely a phenomenal year for Becky. I mean, I've been a big Becky Lynch fan since. 2014 something somewhere around then i remember because i used to love her when she was heel and her and sasha had that alliance in nxt and just for the longest time i've been wanting ww to really go all out with her i mean she's just so talented and all 
the only unfortunate thing is I feel like I've kind of lost a little bit of interest in Becky just because of, you know, the booking for her. I loved her when she turned heel. Mm-hmm. When she turned heel in at SummerSlam in 2018, I loved it. And her, like, moment at Survivor Series with Ronda Rousey and everything, it was just great. And then when she, you know, really started getting that mainstream, you know, popularity, WWE turned her face again. I really didn't like that. And then just the booking, you know, at, after WrestleMania, the feud with Lacey Evans wasn't the most interesting thing in the world. And, you know, then the feud with Sasha was great. But then she won that feud and just kind of really haven't done much with her since then, you know, other than that Survivor Series match. Yeah, I'm not really sure what they're doing with Becky. I'm 100% not complaining. She can hold the title for the rest of, you know, her career, and I would be completely fine with it. Um, I don't know if they are waiting for somebody to come up from NXT Shayna Baszler, perhaps, to dethrone her. Um, I don't know. I'm just kind of taking it day by day. I don't like reading rumors or anything because I like being surprised and, you know, being kept on the edge of my seat when it comes to storylines and things like that. But because, I mean, who else currently is worthy enough to take the title from it would it would have to be either somebody on the main roster right now that WWE just really wants to give a yeah. big push to or somebody coming up from NXT yeah. that isn't well, on the roster right now. I've been hearing Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey's name a lot thrown into that. Honestly, like I, I definitely want to see Ronda versus Becky. There's no doubt about that, but I really don't want to see either one of them dethrone Becky. Mm-hmm. I, I like, you know, you know, I really like Rhonda, but she if she comes back, she's only going to be around for maybe a year. Mm-hmm. And then there's Shayna. I love Shayna Baszler. I will say that I love her to death, but she's pushing 40. And I mean, we don't know how long she'll wrestle. I mean, everyone's different, but, you know, for women, that's really old. Yeah, yeah a lot of women retire in their early to mid 30s. So, I mean, she's really up there and it's like, do you really want to invest? all that and the two wrestlers who may not be a part of the company that long. I'd rather them invest in someone who's, you know, a little bit younger. You know, I'm I'm really kind of wondering where this Liv Morgan character mm-hmm. might go. That if she if things go well with her booking, that would be great, but they would have to wait until WrestleMania because they still haven't introduced her back on TV. We've seen, you know, the vigilance and all the promo videos and all that kind of stuff. But actually seeing her back in the ring on TV is a different story. And I think they should introduce her properly, put her in a feud first, and then kind of see where things go from there. But they might not want to do that. They might just kind of want to jump right into it because the Royal Rumble is next month. You know, so she doesn't have to win the Royal Rumble, though. She well, no, she doesn't have to. But I'm saying is there's a lot of women that aren't on TV right now. There's Naomi. There's Liv Morgan. Ember Moon. She's out um, with an injury. Nia Jax. There's so many women that aren't currently, you know, on TV in the ring that if they come back, that could be, okay, their big push to usually when a wrestler is out for a long period of time for months at a time, when they bring them back, it seems like they really bring them back with a force to kind of be like, bam, in your face. Hey, don't forget about them. Not really like, oh, look, you know, so-and-so is back. They, Mm -hmm. you know. They really, really bring them back. So 
it really wouldn't surprise me if they brought somebody back and, you know, really, really just blew everybody away and threw a curveball mm-hmm. at us and, you know, put the title on somebody else. But to for somebody to take the title off of Becky, like, that is going to be a huge deal. Yeah, That's going to exactly. be – yeah, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so I'm staying a little bit with the women. Um, we've, we were introduced with a few new things this year in uh, WWE, one of them being the women's tag titles. Mm -hmm. I was really excited for that. Honestly, I think those titles are amazing looking. They've been kind of, you know, off to a rocky start. I mean, I think Sasha and Bailey were the perfect team to put Mm -hmm. them on to start things off with. Unfortunately, that reign was a little bit disappointing. Um, poor booking by WWE. They took those titles off of them way too soon and then obviously the Iconics, you know, that was just some of the worst booking. They weren't even on TV majority of the time during their reign. Yeah, but you have to remember the reason why they took them off of Sasha and Bailey was because of, you know, Sasha was going through some things. Mm-hmm. So, I'm curious if that if Sasha was never going through what she was going through, how their title reign would have been yeah. different, you know, like, I wonder how long they would have kept them, um, because obviously they lost them at WrestleMania, Sasha's documentary documented at, you know, WrestleMania, yeah. and, um, so it, I don't really think it was WWE's booking, I think it was Sasha's decision, yeah, you but know, they could have booked the Iconics better, that's what I'm saying, they're oh, them no, as champions, well, that was a Yeah, I'm not talking about the booking for the Iconics, I'm talking about for Sasha yeah. and Bailey. no, the Iconics, that was definitely, definitely, definitely a horrible decision, they, every single time, I'm just putting this out there, every single time they defended their title, they won, which wasn't often that they defended, but every single time they weren't defending their title, they lost. Yeah. So they only won. Typical heel book. Yeah. Basically. So that I'm I'm not a fan of the Iconics to begin with, but that whole thing that I could have been a fan if yeah. they would have been booked properly, maybe. But that whole thing was was just it a, was mess. a mess. Yeah. yeah. But at least then things look pretty good right now. The Kabuki Warriors as champion. I would have loved yeah. to see Sasha and Charlotte. I would, or not Sasha and Charlotte. I was about to say Becky. Sorry, and, Becky. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, maybe Becky. Down the, maybe I'm looking at year. a picture of Sasha right now, so that's all. Yeah, right. uh, maybe next um, year. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm really hoping for Becky two belts again at some point. So, so um, also, we were introduced this year with the 24/7 title, mm-hmm. which at first it looked like it was going to be a disaster. Then it actually got to the point where that was actually the most exciting thing on TV with the whole. Drake Maverick and our truth storyline and then even Renee Michelle was, you know, featured in that storyline as well. But lately we really haven't seen much of that title. Who even Yeah. For a while I was like <laughs> I, I kinda remember I was like, who has that title? And then I, you know, watched Raw like two weeks ago and I saw our truth still running around with it. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing got kind of stale and I kinda figured it would after a few months. Yeah, you can only do so much yeah. with that before yeah, it is no. what it is. Maybe they'll do something else eventually with it. Um, we saw um, NXT on USA. They, you know, that's crazy. They went from you know a, net- a network exclusive thing to actually being on live TV each and every week on the USA. So I think that's really cool. I mean, it's an extra hour, so it gives you know the superstars on NXT a little bit more TV. I mean, that's been the hottest brand in wrestling for a few years now. Mm-hmm. We've also seen um, AEW debut on uh, 
TNT as well. I mean, I think that's really good for wrestling. That's, you know, brings back, you know, wrestling wars again. Mm-hmm. I haven't really watched much of AEW since its debut, but the little I've seen, it's actually, it's really good. But unfortunately, just the time, you know, it's been, you know, really hard to keep up with that. Yeah. Um, Bray Wyatt as the mm-hmm. fiend. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing going on right now honestly every time he is on tv you know your eyes are just glued to it everyone's on twitter when you when you just know he's gonna come out oh when's bray Wyatt gonna come out mm-hmm. the firefly funhouse one of my favorite segments i mean bray Wyatt is killing it and you know bray Wyatt can do no wrong right now and wwe's really got you know this down right you know usually they kind of screw up on things but everything they're doing with bray Wyatt is just working yeah i'm loving Loving, loving, loving Bray Wyatt and The Fiend. I love the whole, um, like, two personality, like, two yeah. character kind of things. I love when The Fiend is wrestling and it's red. Like, they have the red lights. Exactly. It is, it just cannot get any better. Yes, I. Cannot get any better. Yes, and now he's also universal champion, which makes it even better. Because mm-hmm. I thought they weren't going to do that at first. I'm just hoping because, you know, I mean, a rumor is a rumor about the Roman Reigns might win the Royal Rumble and challenge him at WrestleMania. Yeah. I don't want to see that, especially if Roman wins. Yeah. I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> um, another notable moment, actually, too, when we saw retirement matches for both Batista and Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Batista, it was, it, I will say it was nice seeing him come back. I really liked that segment where he was dragging Ric Flair out of the room. <laughs> hey, Hunter. Do I have your attention now? <laughs> huh? I love that segment. That was a really good work by Batista. The match itself was okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't really expect too much. I mean, they're two guys in their mid to late 40s. But they, they tried. You know, it was what it was. Um, Kurt Angle. I really liked the whole retirement tour thing they did mm-hmm. with him. You know, each role leading up until WrestleMania. But Baron Corman being his, you know, final match was just a huge disappointment. Even when Kurt announced it. He even seemed disappointed. Like, why are why are WWE giving me this? Like, and it's nothing against Baron, but he just wasn't established enough. And I just I'm just not believing that he can be like a big, you know, one of the top, you know, wrestlers in the company. To me, like you're retiring Kurt Angle, a legend. This should be, you know, one of your really big upcomers. And I mean, maybe that's what WWE wants with Baron. I mean, he did win King in a Ring. I just feel like people aren't really feeling him, though. Yeah, I mean, he has his fans. There are some people on social media who just gush over him. I just can't really feel him. I I love the Game of Thrones kind of thing they're doing with him. I will say that, but I don't care for him on the mic. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really have much charisma. He he has. He's not a bad wrestler, and I really love like the end of days and all that. Like that's a really cool finisher. But I just don't get excited, you know. Yeah, Um, I actually felt. Really, bad. I actually felt really bad for him. Now I'm not the biggest Baron Corbin fan either. Um, I think he is a decent wrestler, but like I said, I'm just not like really feeling yeah. him. But I try to look at wrestling from a different perspective and not mm-hmm. just my own. Can you imagine, you know, getting the opportunity to not only wrestle a legend? but wrestle a legend in his retirement match and have people tell you that, you know, you're not worthy enough, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and really, really talk down on you and, it, you know, just be awful about it. Now, I am one, 
I'm not, I am one to say, like, I was not excited for that match. I felt like there could have been so many other wrestlers that I would have loved to see Kurt Angle have his retirement match with. I don't think it should have been Baron Corbin. Um, and not only that, Kurt Angle lost. Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, that's kind of a given. No, Brie Bella won her retirement match. Like, come on now. <laughs> Out of all the wrestlers, they picked Baron Corbin. She had a retirement match. Brie Bella, yeah. yeah her, I don't well, remember or that. not like really her, her very last match. Uh, well, yeah. Well, it wasn't. It didn't have a spotlight on it though. Like this. no, it but was just, but everybody knew it was her yeah. last match, and that the whole moment after, you know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, like not only to have Baron Corbin have that match with Kurt Angle, but the fact that Baron Corbin won. Yeah. It was just, it was very disappointing. And I feel bad for saying that because I feel bad for Baron Corbin because I can't imagine how, you know, I'm sure he was pumped as hell for that match. And then to just have people constantly, like I said, just be like, you don't deserve to have that match. Mm -hmm. This is terrible booking. And, you know, I'm sure it it is very degrading. But again, it is what it is. We can't change it. Um, So who would you have, would have loved to see? Kurt Angle's going or retirement match Chad with Gable. really? Yeah, why he, him? He well, he fought him and during the you know the retirement tour, but Chad Gable just like um, Kurt Angle, you know, was a re- professional wrestler prior to being you know you know like you know the kind of wrestler you do in high school on the mm-hmm. mat or whatever it, it wrestling. <laughs> he did that too, and I think he maybe did the Olympics as well or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they both had a similar background. And just Chad Gable is just so talented and mm-hmm. great. Like that would have been a good way to really put him over, makes you know, make a career out of him. But I, I would say if Jason Jordan never got hurt, he would have been a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's that would that son. would have been my pick. His <laughs> quote unquote son. And I don't think they they should have done that. But <laughs> was, he would. He also, you know, I think he kind of came from that kind of background too. I believe mm-hmm. I could be wrong, but yeah, he would have been a good opponent. But I don't think he's ever wrestling again. Mm. I know he just had a baby. Uh, okay, yeah, well, he's been out for almost two years now, so I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> Not anytime soon, at yeah. least. What about you? Who'd you want to... Jason Jordan. Jason Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that wraps up our episode on, you know, 2019 and wrestling. Um, very exciting year, and I'm really looking forward to 2020. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I mentioned earlier in the video or episode, um, we have another giveaway that we're going to be doing, you know, to celebrate our, you know, getting 1,000 followers on a twitter so uh, mm-hmm. christy do you want to go over the details yes so first i just want to say thank you all so much for supporting our podcast mostly jt's podcast but our podcast um thank you so much for you know interacting with us retweeting um just everything thank you thank you thank you so 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 much this has been jt's childhood dream <laughs> to do this and If it wasn't for you guys, this wouldn't be possible. So thank you so much. So the giveaway, one lucky winner will win a WWE t-shirt of their choice from the WWE shop. You will be able to go on, let us know what shirt you want. You can pick out any t-shirt that you want. Um, Let us know what shirt, what size, and we will get it shipped directly to you. All you have to do is... Be following our Twitter page, of course, at Oface Wrestling. 
and you have to retweet and like the tweet for this episode, if that makes sense. Um, that's all you have to do. Um, very, very, very simple. Um, this episode is getting posted technically tomorrow, but um, when you're listening to it, it will be tomorrow already. Um, so two weeks from today, so on January 10th, we will be announcing the winner. We will do a video um, selecting the winner for um, our YouTube page. And the selected winner will have exactly one week, so until January 24th, to let us know what shirt and what size you want. And then we will get the ball rolling on ordering it and getting it shipped to you. If um, we, we will reach out to you, of course. Like I said, we're going to do a video selecting the winner. And then we will also DM you, so... Be on the lookout for that, and of course, don't forget to, obviously you're going to be retweeting anyway, but tell your friends, if any of your friends like wrestling, tell your friends about us as well. Um, we love interacting with you guys, and we love meeting new people, making new friends, and just being a part of the wrestling community. Yeah, thank you all so much. I mean, it's been a great 2019, and just the growth that we experienced has been just amazing, so yeah, just um, also make sure that you follow us on uh, Facebook as well. Subscribe to us on YouTube, and we are new on Instagram, but make sure you check us out on there as well. Proud about that. Yep. <laughs> so, yep, thank you all for listening, and have a great day. Thanks. Bye.